Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thanks for listening to the weirdest stories from around the world on Weird AF News with your host, Comedian Jonesy. A man was crushed to death by a forklift that was driven by his pet dog. This doesn't even sound real. It doesn't even sound like a real thing that could have happened. But this headline, obviously, well, it's amazing. Let's be real. It's just crazy. Apparently, a farmer was crushed to death when his Jack Russell dog pushed a lever inside the forklift truck, causing it to drive over him. <laughs> He's a da- he was a dairy farmer. He is a dairy farmer. He was a dairy farmer who apparently liked dogs. Well, the dog was the downfall. That was the problem. You, well, you, you can't let the dogs uh, operate heavy equipment in general. That's not a good idea. Uh, cat, cats are fine. They're pretty smart with that shit, but dogs, you know, they'll, they'll drive right over you. They don't, (laughs) they don't give a damn. The dairy farmer, isn't it funny that there's still dairy farmers? I just, I can't wrap my head around that. (laughs) It's like, I forget that there's dairy farmers out there. Are there candlestick makers as well? I'm curious. Dairy farmer Derek Mead, age 70, was building a rockery at his home. What the hell is a rockery? Anybody know what that is? Got no clue. This is some kind of dairy farm speak. I'm not, uh, I'm not fluent in dairy farm speak. I'm actually not fluent in any farm speak of any sort, really. Uh, he was trying to build a rockery at his home. Is that, like a, is that like a rocker for a baby? What is that? Is it something to do with actual boulders? Something that holds boulders? A boulder holder. <laughs> hey, uh... In his home in Hewish, near Weston Supermare. Super the hell is that? You got super in the title of your, uh, of your town? That's amazing. If you, got a, if you get some dairy farmers in your town, though, I don't know how super that is. I'm not a fan of, I'm not a fan of milk, really. I'm not, I love cheese, but I can, I can live without milk for the rest of my life, probably. So this is in Western England. Uh, the accident happened... Uh, so... Uh, <laughs> This this article's funny. So apparently, you want the details? The inspectors were called onto the scene, obviously. They got to get to the bottom of this. When uh, <laughs> like, How could a dog possibly kill an owner with a forklift? Apparently, he left the vehicle in neutral and didn't put the handbrake on when he got out to open the gate. Uh, his dog remained inside the vehicle and is thought to have jumped onto the shuttle lever, sending the truck forward and into an over the sorry dairy farmer. The poor, poor dairy farmer. He was pronounced dead at the scene. And uh, his post-mortem examination showed uh, some details that you don't really need to hear because they're, uh, they're complicated and they're gross. Uh, <laughs> the assistant coroner said that Mead's death was a very tragic accident. Yes, He said, the most likely explanation, which I accept, is that the dog that he had in the cab with him on that day inadvertently moved the shuttle lever, causing the forward motion on the Manitou. The Manitou must be the the name of this uh, machine. 
which sadly trapped Mr. Mead against the gate, causing injuries which he did not survive. Did not survive, no. Uh, the principal investigator for the health and safety, uh, Simon Chilcott, Simon Chilcott added that there were no other reasonable explanations for Mead's death. He noted that operating the shuttle lever is as easy as flicking a car indicator. Therefore, the dog is the prime suspect. Could have easily done it. It is fairly clear in my mind that the lever must have been in neutral when Derek left the cab. Otherwise, he would have realized the machine was moving and done something to rectify it. <laughs> I love how they treat this like it's like a CSI case. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Oh, man. I mean, it's like... Ax- we we I guess we have a we have a hard time like uh, accepting accidents, don't we? We just have a hard time with that. We're like accidents. What? Gotta get no. We have to. We have answers. I can't live without closure. Yeah, you know. Well, kind of. One of the things about becoming a mature individual is sort of learning to live without closure, um, because you know life doesn't always offer you closure. You're like, but why did we break up? Everything was perfect. This love affair, why did it come to an end? Well, you know, you got to just say to yourself, who the, f- who the hell knows? I mean, at the end of the day, was it the dog that killed Mead? Was it a spirit that killed Mead? Was Mead paying for karmic mistakes? We'll never know. <laughs> Wool Parish Council is forced to discuss changing its name to Vegan Wool Council as uh, the village is targeted by animal rights activists. Yeah, the animal rights activists are always looking to make uh, stupid, unnecessary, ineffective changes to things like the names of stuff and pictures, of, and pictures on boxes, a la the animal crackers that were in the cage on the box, they were like, oh, this has to end, they're in a cage, get them out of the cage, free them, free the animals at last. Meanwhile, there's real animals dying all over the place, extinction is real, and they're, uh, they're, they're playing word games, <laughs> animal rights activists, so stupid. Welcome to Wool. This is the name of the city, I'm guessing. It's a village of wool. The, vill- the village is called wool. They wanted to change its name to vegan wool. You've got to be out of your mind. The fact that the unassuming Dorset village of wool derives its name from an ancient word for well or water spring appears to have fallen by the wayside in this case. No matter. Animal rights activists who are just have plenty of money and time on their hands and do nothing productive have declared that the name wool is an affront to sheep all over the world, claiming it promotes... Animal cruelty. Oh, I'm sure, yeah, it promotes animal cruelty, the, the, the word wool on your town. Because <laughs> people, when people go to wool, they think, oh my God. They immediately think, oh, the outrage. First of all, wool means well, in this case, idiots. <laughs> and what will surely go down is one of the great campaigns of our age. They have demanded that the village is renamed, the village renamed Vegan Wool forcing the local town council to debate the issue. Why? Why would you even debate this issue, town council? Why would you give in to this pressure? Don't do it. You're just giving them more power. They're going to just do more stupid, asinine things like this. I mean, you're really going to change the vegan world. Vegan, you're going to change your town name to vegan world because of some idiots, some small group uh, are pretending to be 
offended for the rest of us. No, no, this is not how it works. Okay, I'm just so tired of this. I'm so tired of the, the the offended party gets to gets to make to create policy and make changes. No, no. <laughs> There's a lot of shit that offends me out there, but I don't go do a campaign and expect them to change because uh, I'm offended. I don't expect that. That's unreasonable to expect that. No, I'm a mature individual. I, I say, I'll complain, and I'll say to my friends, this is bullshit, and then I move on with my life because I'm a reasonable human being. <laughs> this is not what PETA is, obviously. Perhaps unsurprisingly, the residents of Wool, along with many others, have lined up to ridicule PETA. Yes, ridicule them we shall, as they deserve it. The animal rights charity behind the request. Many have expressed concern about the fate of historic locations such as Ham, Cheddar Gorge, and Melton Mowbray. Elisa Allen, the director of PETA, has written to the Wool Parish Council to request the change in order to promote kindness to sheep. Oh, I'd love to get this woman on the phone, Elisa Allen. <clears throat> I'm going to tell her, her her last name offends me because uh, it reminds me of a, an individual who, uh, who, who hit me in the face with a kickball when I was in third grade. Uh, in a bid to soften the blow, Elisa Allen has vowed to give a cruelty-free woolen blanket to all 2,000 households in the village if they agree to the suggestion. Ooh, a blanket, as if this is some rare (laughs) quality item. Ooh, if you change the name, we'll give you a blanket. (laughs) Ooh, a blanket? Oh, if only I had a blanket. I could use a blanket in my life. Where do you get such such rare items? (laughs) Hmm. Cherry Brooks, a member of the Dorset City Council, said, It is a ridiculous request, and it's caused quite a stir in the village. It shouldn't, requ- it shouldn't cause a stir. You guys should not even give this your energy. You really shouldn't. The residents of Wool shouldn't even give it their attention. It's not worthy enough for your attention. Quote, A few people are quite offended, but most people seem to find it amusing. The proposal will now need to be discussed at the next council meeting, which will be interesting. Will it? <laughs> I hope there's a lot of laughter. And that they just go, and, and, and I hope there's a lot of laughter and they do a conference call with Peter and they tell them to, 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 uh, to screw, to go screw. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> Mrs. Brooks pointed out that Peter had failed to do its homework, noting that the village name is actually derived from the ancient word well, W-E-L-L-E, and had nothing to do with the wool industry. Other villagers took to social media to defend wool, liking it to an April Fool's joke. <laughs> Jane Merchant said the name Wool should remain in it as it is. The idea of remaining, of renaming, the idea of renaming the village is utterly ridiculous. It's the most idiotic idea I have come across in a long time. Oh, I know this is like what do you, I don't know. What do you guys think? Should a, should should towns be pressured into changing their names in instances like this? Maybe not this instance, but maybe other instances with you know. Because this isn't obviously even referring to sheep shearing. This isn't. This name is doesn't even come from the word wool that we're that Peta is targeting. No, it doesn't even mean that. But I'm sure there are other words out there. So like, uh, I'm trying to think of another example. Well, we had that animal cracker example, which I thought was ridiculous, and I got some calls on that. But maybe you guys, maybe you guys want to weigh in on this one as well. <laughs> How ridiculous is Peta, or is Peta not ridiculous in your opinion? Call uh, Weird AF News six four six. Four five zero twenty twelve. I've gone too long. A U.S. tourist has been killed by one of Earth's most isolated tribes. 
A U.S. tourist has reportedly been killed by a community of hunter-gatherer people living on an isolated island in the Bay of Bengal between India and Myanmar. Did I say that correctly? Myanmar? I'm sure if I didn't say it correctly, one of my weirdos will point this out to me. <laughs> John Allen Chow, age 27, was shot dead by people wielding bows and arrows after illegally traveling to North Sentinel Island last week, according to reports. Wow, this is illegally traveling to North... You're not even allowed to go there. So he kind of got what he deserved. I feel bad that he was killed. Um, obviously, it's, it's a tragedy, but uh, when you jump into the lion's cage... Although who had to, I mean, in his defense, I mean, who would have known that they were so aggressive? I mean, they really don't want foreigners lounging on their beach. I can kind of, I see where they're coming from. What, you, the first time an American steps on your soil and is comfortable, you know, you cut to, cut to 10 years later and there's a, there's a holiday inn on the, on the beach right there. You know what I mean? That's what happens. And they're, they're trying to fight against that, I'd imagine. And that's pretty smart. You know, they don't want a McDonald's. They don't want any beachside, uh, oceanside hotels springing up on their lovely little island. I'm sure it's lovely. Uh, I got to tell you, this John Allen Chow uh, probably never in his wildest dreams expected to be killed by bows and arrows. I mean, that's that just doesn't happen anymore. That's a very archaic uh, way to die. It's a very old school method of dying. <laughs> you don't see it anymore. <laughs> the occasional hunting accident, you know, a crossbow in the back of the skull, you know, when your buddy's, because your buddy drank too many PBRs while on the hunting trip. But uh, for the most part, people don't die from bows and arrows. People don't die from these, for pre-literate tribes in general. I got to tell you, this sounds like a weird place, North Sentinel Island. I, I think I should research this for for weird AF news. I mean, why, we should learn more about these people. What are they, what, what sort of language do they have? What are the gods that they worship? What are the, what's the devil they worship? Obviously, Americans. And with good reason. <laughs> we're, ter- we're terrible. We are terrible. Look, at, if, if, I, when I, if I hear a story of any American being, you know, stoned or tortured or boiled or killed or eaten when they travel to a faraway land, I'm not, I'm not surprised. I'm like, oh, yeah, we deserve it. We're terrible. We, we move to your country, and then the next thing you know, you know, it's like... <laughs> You know, it's like fast food comes there, you know. It's like a juicer, a juicery pop-up. It's like awful. Setting foot on this island is actually illegal in order to respect respect the sentinelese way of life and protect them from diseases of the industrialized world. Ooh, very important. However, the man paid a fisherman to ferry him closer to the island in the middle of November from where he traveled to the island in his own canoe. Oh, he was brought closer by a ferry, and then he got in his own canoe and went there. He was reportedly a missionary who made the perilous journey to preach Christianity to the Sentinelese people, according to the local website, Andaman Shika. That's a website. Oh, boy, this, 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 this is now even more deserving than before. I mean, he's going to preach Christianity. He's a missionary in 2018 to... Uh, you know, topless people on an island. I mean, you got to be out of your mind. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm kind of glad this happened. I got to. Bl- <laughs> hey, look, I'm all for freedom of religion. What I'm not for is freedom of uh, pushing your religion on other people who don't want it. <laughs> That's what I'm not a fan of. 
and I've seen it many times just in the, in the streets and in public transportations, in public buildings. It's so annoying. Oh, man, I used to do a whole bit about uh, the preacher on the subway in New York. I mean, it was just like, uh, that was a funny joke. I should bring that back. A little offensive, I admit, but uh, I thought it made a nice point. It definitely generated discussions. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, the guy's, the guy's going to an illegal island to preach Christianity to a group of natives who uh, don't speak English, I assume. What, what do you expect? What do you expect? He was attacked by bow and arrows, but he continued walking and talking, said one source. The fishermen saw the tribals tying a rope around his neck and dragging his body. Wow. The Sentinelese stand guard on the beach of North Sentinel Island. There's a photo of this. Wow, you got to see this photo. You should look at this. This is crazy. By the way, what a beautiful looking island. Mmm... Seven of the fishermen who helped him reach the island have been arrested by the police as the islands are technically under the Indian Union Territory. They've been arrested by Indian police. I guess they were trespassing as well. This tragedy should never have been allowed to happen, said um, a director. The Indian authorities should have been enforcing the protection of the Sentinelese and their island for this and their island for the safety of both the tribe and the outsiders. Yeah, but what's the Indian government going to do? Put a fence around this island? Sometimes people are going to sneak in, okay? This guy could have snuck in via scuba diving or, you know, a helicopter or some, some other shit. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You don't blame it on the Indians. Instead, a few, a few months ago, the authorities lifted one of the restrictions that had been protecting the tribe's island from foreign tourists, which, ex, which sent exactly the wrong message and may have contributed to this horrible event. Well, it doesn't say what it was. What, what sort of restriction was lifted? It's obviously, it's still illegal to go there. So, I mean, what, what more do you need here? The Sentinelese are considered some of the most isolated people from modern civilization. They have lived on North Sentinel, a forested island about the size of Manhattan for about 55,000 years. What? It is believed the community consists of less than 100 people who live in three small brand, uh, bands. Three small bands. <laughs> The Sentinelese people have expressed a wish to remain uncontacted on multiple occasions with the occasional violent clash. Man, I don't blame them, man. In 2006, two fishermen were killed by the Sentinelese people after their boat accidentally drifted too close to the island. Tribes like the Sentinelese face catastrophe unless their land is protected, said said one expert. I hope this tragedy acts as a wake-up call to the Indian authorities to avert another disaster and properly protect the islands of both the Sentinelese and the other... Andaman tribes from further invaders. Well, you know, this instance, a guy snuck on there. The previous instance was a boat crash. So, I mean, why are we blaming the Indian authorities on these incidents? These are accidents, obviously. And if someone is going to go undercover and try and get to that island, they're going to, you know, they're going to make it happen if they have the resources, whether the Indian government gets involved or not. Like I said, were you going to put a fence around the goddamn island? No. That's not, that's not practical. So... You're just going to have to deal with the occasional curious individual, or in this case, uh, you know, a moron preacher <laughs> who's going to go on the island, and they're going to get what they deserve, beheaded, right, <laughs> at the end of the day. Hey, weirdos, what's happening? I hope you had a really nice holiday weekend. Uh, I had a blast. Thanks for those of you who wished me uh, happy Thanksgiving and all that crap. Uh, that's very nice of you. Hope you had a weird weekend. I'd love to hear about it. <laughs> Please reach out to me and tell me, 
you know, confess. You got something on your mind, something crazy happened, you, you know, feel free to call Jonesy up. Let him know. I'm, I'm very non-judgmental. You should know that about me. <laughs> I have to be. I'm a host of a weird news show. Got to be non-judgmental. My phone number is 646-450-2012. You can email me funnyjones at gmail.com or you can DM me at funnyjones on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, also want to let everybody know that I'm, uh, I posted a, a really cool a video slash audio thing on my Patreon for, for my patrons where uh, it's just I got really high and talked about UFOs and aliens with my friend John. So that's on there. <laughs> the piece is called Jonesy Gets High and Talks About Aliens. So you might enjoy that. It's about, uh, it's 45 minutes of, uh, it's some deep shit. I'm not going to lie. We, we, we went pretty deep. But uh, I think you might find, you might learn something. And you might think about aliens in a different way and UFOs in a different way. That's what I'm offering. But that's only on my Patreon. So where, where is that, Jonesy? Where's your Patreon? Oh, good question. I'm glad you asked. It's Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Weird AF News. And you can join the Patreon. Support Weird AF News by giving Jonesy a couple bucks a month. And, you know, add to my, um, my Guinness budget. You know, I drink Guinness and I need that. So you also get to download, you get a free download of my comedy album. Like, why wouldn't you want that? It's ridiculous. That's like a $10 value right there, right there. So totally worth it. Uh, you also get to listen to the prank calls I made to Florida this past week. Hilarious. Just just called some random businesses and asked if it's okay to bring my gun. Because <laughs> I had to protect myself against the the monkeys with herpes. You know how it is. <laughs> that is so ridiculous. Oh, man. Love it. Love it. Uh, yeah. Just while I mentioned my comedy album, you can go to jonesy.com if you just want to buy the album flat out. It's J-O-N-E-S-Y dot com. You could use a discount code weirdo and you get half off the album isn't that pretty cool yeah that's pretty cool thanks jonesy we appreciate that we love your comedy we want to buy your comedy album thank you i love the support appreciate that well keep it coming guys keep the love coming it feels great to hear from you so don't hesitate if you want to reach out this is jonesy over and out